Daniels. We're all here in Dust Town getting ready for the annual chucking seed. With me, I have Officer Frankie Huanza. That's lead jetpack cop, sweetie. Indeed. She's here to keep the peace during the ritual, which them Beaujolais can really mess up at times. Oh, Billy, you know the Daniels are chucking seeds just like everybody else. Now, there must be folks listening who got no idea what we're talking about. The chucking seed is a ritual that takes place here at Center Fans. And Center Fans is a fence what runs clean through Dust Town, dividing Daniels' territory from... Beaujolais territory. Dust Town is divided because of an ongoing feud between those clans. Billy, your family has been fighting for at least 200 years. What could be so bad that you would feud for so long? It's been lost to the ages, but we know it predates the founding of the Accord. Both the Daniels and Beaujolais used to live in Oldenburg, and that's where the feud most likely started. When green fertilization was discovered, both families moved out to the dusty waste. Okay, I have two questions. First, what is green fertilization? It's when you turn dust into soil. You take some excrement and you mix it into arid ground. Tiny ghosts build their houses in the mix. If you treat those ghosts just right, keep them moist and give them sunlight, then they build good houses and you got soil. My second question is if the Daniels and Beaujolais were feuding, why did they settle here in the same place? Well, one family moved out here looking to be alone and end the feud. It isn't remembered which, but the other family soon came here out of spite, settling right beside their hated rival. Let's talk to a villager, shall we? Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with that bag of seed? Well, ma'am, I'm gonna chuck them at those land-grubbing, dirt-snorting bojo laces. Now, now, we're on the air. You're right. Officer, lead jetpack cop. I just get so bent out of shape thinking about them chucking seeds at us. Speaking of seeds, you got quite a collection. Yup. I gathered up seeds with the hardest shells I could find. These'll really do some damage. And you have three big bags. Are these all for you, honey? No, these are for anybody on the Daniel side to chuck. People have to come together this time of year. You should see John Patterson's hall. He's got a seed stack taller than a tall man. Now, you're not a Daniels? So why did your family choose the Daniels side? Story is, my granddaddy's wagon had a wheel that tipped slightly to the left. And now you hate the Beaujolais? Of course. They're on the other side of center fence. Thank you for talking to us. I see across center fence a representative of the Beaujolais clan. I'll head over and talk to them now. I'll have to wait for you here. Ed Daniels cannot cross that fence any more than a Beaujolais can. I'm just going to hop center fence here. Uh, and I'm going to speak with Fredward Beaujolais. Hello, Fredward. How's preparation going? I can't even formulate a proper response with Ed Daniels staring at me. I'll see you, Billy Daniels. I got a special hard seed for you. Now, Fredward, you're going to hold to the rules, right? Yes, ma'am. The chucking seed is a sacred tradition. And a Beaujolais respects tradition. A Beaujolais knows the right side from the wrong side. And a Beaujolais ain't no dirty Daniels. This is shaping up to be a fiery chucking seed.
there's the Chuck and Seed Bugle. First, we're gonna sing the Chuck and Seed song, and then it's time for Seed Chuckin'. I'm gonna get out of the way and observe. Chuckin' seed, 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 chuckin' seeds, chuckin' seeds, chuckin' seeds, chuckin' seeds, chuckin' seeds, Chuckin' seed for all time. Long ago, an empty field. Scraps and dust and scratch, no crops would ever yield. Two men were killed, a boat lay, and a dandelion spent their corpses left to lay. The crops shot up and sent a fence, and every house and home. If you want fields with fulsome yields, you gotta plant some seeds instead of bones. Chuck and seed, instead of knives. Chuck and seed will save our lives. We're saving all our lives. Chuck and seeds will sow the land. Knives and bones, you know they don't grow in the plants. Chuck and seeds across the line. Chuck and seeds instead of knives. Chuck and seeds to save our lives. Chucking seeds instead of Frankie, report. The chuck and seed is stopped. I can't really see the issue. Go in and inspect. I'm moving in. Ah, Chief, the gate in the middle of center fence has been opened. I don't think that gate's been opened in the history of Dust Town. People are very upset here. Kwangsa, get to the bottom of this. In the meantime, we'll go to a segment. Chew sticks! Still the newest chewing stick your teeth can chew. Bite down into the chewiest, rendiest, jaw-crackingest experience you're ever gonna chew. You're ever gonna chew! 
I've got something to say about Feldmans who have the gall to call themselves the good old Jew. You're the gross old rotten old Jew. You make the people's faces feel like they're full of rot. Rot in your face! Well, I am sick of it. And I am sick of you. Choose chew sticks. Maximize your teeth. Maximize your flavor. Maximize your chew. Hello. I'm Dick Winterbody, and this is my Wasteland Wisdom. As a younger man, I was seduced by the legend of the water nut. I heard tales around the campfire of a savory water nuts that could be plucked from shallow waters. People could wade out and gather them year-round, and whole villages were sustained. But no one had seen a single nut for two generations. I had a theory. Just because it hadn't been seen didn't mean the plants weren't out there. They weren't in the shallows, but maybe they're still in the deeper waters. So I took it upon myself to begin a series of exploratory dives into the only river. I developed many ingenious tools, the most clever of which was a breathing apparatus constructed from a pony's stomach and a hollowed stingrat's tail. I gave up my quest after a particularly worrisome brush with death. I was at the bottom of the river, combing the muck as I usually did, and it must have disturbed the banks because a great boulder rolled on top of me. There I was, pinned to the muddy bottom of the only river, just a few minutes of air in my pony's stomach. Fish and crabs mocked me, stopping to laugh as they swam by. Chee-hee-hee, they said. But there was one fish who did not laugh. Even in the murky water, I recognized her. It was my old friend Spindy. You see, I was traveling through Brokefoot Creek years previous when I heard a sound. It sounded like a fish in pain. I moved in to investigate, and there was Spindy, flopping against sharp rocks beside the creek bed. She was a beautiful fish, and I couldn't stand to see her suffer. So I returned her to the water. She bid me to come with her and live beneath the waves, but it wasn't meant to be, for we were from two different worlds. And now, here I was, face to face with Spindy again. In spite of the pain, it was like old times, with sorrow in her eyes that our time together would only be a few short seconds. She freed me from the boulder and return me to the surface. I bid her a loving adieu, and she did the same. I never did find those water nuts, but I did find love, as short as it was. I'm Dick Winterbody, and this is my Wasteland Wisdom. There's a man. We call him a Feldman's man. He's a stand-up, forthright human being. He believes in hard work, honor, and the best chew his teeth can chew. Feldman's chewing root. You're right, to the best chew is under attack. Our competitors are slanderous upstarts trying to destroy the old ways, trying to rob us 
of our hard-earned traditions. Imagine good men with nothing to chew but a sad memory. Feldman's can't let that happen. As long as there are teeth left for chewing, there's gonna be Feldman's. Feldman's chewing root. The good old chew. Frankie, please report in. I've postponed the chuck and seed and sent people home. I'm starting my investigation now. I have Billy with me. Billy, it's my understanding that the gate and center fence has never been opened. Almost, Chief. There was one incense about a hundred years back. One Pil Rahim, who was only six years old, opened the gate just chasing torch bugs. Both sides of the village found the act so abhorrent that they made Pill wear an embarrassing hat. He was made to wear that hat for the rest of his life and became known as Crosser Pill. You stop your yapping, Daniels! Everybody knows you're the Crosser this time! Best ready your head to wear that hat of shame! I'm not talking to you, Fredward. I'm addressing the people of the Accord. Oh, you think you're better than us? You ain't nothing but a dirt-chucking, seed-stealing, fence-crossing, tailoring-out Daniels. Fence-crossing? I would never cross this fence. It would soil my boots to set foot on your rotten Beaujolais scrum patch. You got a wrong face, Daniels. Well, you got a disgraceful way about you. Now, boys, let's simmer down. I can't investigate with you two hollering. Now, I'm gonna find whoever opened the gate and bring them to justice, but first, y'all have to be quiet. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, I've done embarrassed myself. I, I apologize, Miss Wongset. All right, I'm examining the fence. It's a simple gate about two paces wide with an iron latch. It's currently hanging open into Beaujolais territory. Looking closely at the posts, I don't see any disturbances. The latch, while rusted, is in good working order. The soil is marked with what could be tracks coming from Daniel's land. Billy? Yeah? Could you get down on your hands and knees? Now crawl up to the gate. Now, can you reach that latch? I'm raising my hand. Yes, thank you. Chief, I have a theory, but I need to investigate further. Billy, help me follow these tracks into Beaujolais territory. What? I'd love to help, but I ain't no crosser. I'm ordering you to help me, Billy. Shouldn't a cop be doing this? All the cops are busy. Now, as a servant of the Accord and the Elder Council, you're going to do what you can to help, aren't you? Uh, Chief? Frankie gave you an order, Billy. Now wait! We ain't letting him cross. You will. And to keep things fair, Fredward, you're gonna cross into the Daniel side until we're done. This is very irregular. That's the point. Come on, cross over. See? Nobody dies. Keep breathing. All right. Billy, do you see any tracks? It's tough. There's a lot of seeds out on the ground. That's right. We'll have to brush them aside without ruining the tracks. That could take a long while. All right. While you're investigating, we'll take time out for another segment. Greetings, human listeners. This is XT3000. And this is my program, Human Repair. The show where humans call in with their problems and my optimized empathic circuitry provides the correct repair procedure. Hello, first caller. This ugful, ugful cannibal, but cannibal bad. Ugful, 
want reform. Be citizen. Wear shirt. What uncle do? Your first step is to improve your language skills. People often judge each other based on how well they communicate. I recommend you enroll in class class in Oldenburg. But Ugful wanted criminal. They kill Ugful on sight for reward. When trying to make a good impression on neighbors, people will bring offerings of baked goods or flowers. Baked good flowers. Got it. Thank you. Problem solved. Next caller. Hi. I suffer from an inclination to chew. How much chew would you say you use in an average week? I try to keep it under 40 pounds. This is excessive and abnormal. When did your chewing habit begin? Oh, I've been chewing my whole life. My pappy would give me chew just to keep me quiet in the night. I see. And does your chewing cause you distress? Yes, I have several chewing-related ailments. Jaw cringe, uh, sores, welts, and my teeth are all ground down on one side. This is simple. If behavior is causing physical damage, human must cease behavior. Therefore, stop chew. Yes, but when, whenever I try to quit, I get these terrible cravings. My, my palms sweat, I shake, my teeth itch. I can't think of anything but chew. This is simple. If stop chew causes human discomfort, then continue chew. But then my jaw. Error. Error. Next caller. Hello, full disclosure. I am a crazy hermit. I haven't seen another non-imaginary person for these 11 seasons. Warning. Human requires Social contact. Oh, I get plenty of social contact, what with all the voices in my head. In fact, there's a particular figment of my deranged imagination who I've taken a shine into. I call him Crazy Hermit. He sleeps in my bed, he eats my food. But he has one bulbous eye in the middle of his forehead, and he doesn't know I exist. What is your problem, caller? I'd like to ask Crazy Hermit out on a date, but I can't work up the courage. You see, I'm a crazy hermit, and I'm shy of folk. When beginning a relationship, you must balance your fears with potential gains. Right now, you are focusing on your fear of unrequited love. But it is only fair to consider all of the affection and support you could gain. You know, you're right. I'm already his stalker. I'm with him all the time. I lay with him while he sleeps. Sometimes I wear his shoes. Without risk, there is no reward. Problem solved. This ends the program, Human Repair. Until next broadcast, retain solidarity and mental health. We're back again with Chew Sticks! Calling out Felbins for their lies! I look across this great accord and I see people chewing Chew Sticks! The only product for pure dental pleasure! Pleasure! You're a coward, Feldman's cowboy! Your mouth is full of lies! Lies! 
You should chew on your lies. You may have the guts to call us out on the airwaves, but you don't have the spine to face us in person. Did someone call out the Feldman's cowboy? I've been called a lot of things over the years, but a coward isn't one of them. Would a coward kick the door down of another man's radio broadcast? No. Your limp-wristed chew twigs have made you soft. You need some grit in your teeth. Something that toughens you up. Something that puts stone in your leather and iron in your stone. You got anything to say, Chew Sticks crew, now that you're saying it to my face? This advertising segment isn't long enough to slam some sense into you, but a time will come when we pummel, wreck, and totally annihilate you, Feldman's cowboy! Total annihilation! And when that day comes, you're gonna learn plenty of things, and it ain't gonna come easy. You have an air of dignity. Air of dignity! We've never seen a man like you. A real man! Stick with me, kids, and chew in a this. Mmm, Grit in my teeth! No, Chew Sticks Brothers! I can't believe you turned on me! I am out of here, but this... This ain't over. Not by a long shot. Feldman's the good old chew. Lead Jetpack Cop Huangsa, status report. Chief, it looks like our culprit went into an iguana barn. We're headed into the barn now. Look there. There's somebody sleeping on a pile of hay. Why, it's Bram DeBrussy, that dirty fence crosser. Yes, the fence crosser is here in this barn. Oh, I'm gonna give that Spram such a walloping. No, it's not Spram. The fence crossing was an act of love, not war. I don't think I follow, Officer Huangza. The culprit is right here in the iguana pen. There's an iguana with the Daniels brand, and beside him is a Beaujolais iguana with the clutch of newly hatched eggs. This iguana has been crossing to visit his paramour on the other side. This ain't a cause for fighting. It's a cause for celebration. Yeah, come Good work, team. On behalf of the Accord, we'd like to wish a happy birthday to those iguanas. Maybe we can all learn a lesson from them. Thanks, Chief. Now let's get back to the chuck and seed. Yes, ma'am. This ends our broadcast. Please tune in to further transmissions. It is our mandate to broadcast within the Accord and also to spread culture to areas beyond. If you received our broadcast, we'd like to hear from you. Leave us a comment or email at packcentralstation at gmail.com. We appreciate all your questions and comments. The Jetpack Cops already get plenty of fan mail, but they always appreciate more.